I don't really want to work out, I work out. There's got to be those days you push through. And they're, they're probably going to be more numerous than the days you don't. Discipline equals freedom. And the more discipline you have as a human, the more freedom you're going to have. Right. Everybody. We right, we're live. We are live we're indeed. Live. Let's go. Welcome along. Yeah, so today today's podcast is is a little bit awesome because we've got um a very good friend of mine and a very good friend of my wife's, um, which is Miss Nat Clough. Welcome to Yay. the Jones Podcast. Just just a little bit awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, 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 oh it was a little bit awesome or very awesome. Very, very, no, very definitely. So very. So Nat, so Nat, you're 10, 10 years a Pilates instructor, is that right? Yeah, so I've actually been doing Pilates for longer, but I've been an instructor for about 10 years, yeah, oh. before it was sort of became a sort of fashionable thing to do, I guess. Um, uh, and it has been, uh, it's been a cool journey. It's been, it's been really good. It's sort of come from a place where um, I was injured and found it through injury. And then um, kind of did the course to sort of learn more about my body and how to strengthen my body. And then um, became an instructor just kind of naturally, really, just sort of um, through sort of teaching classes here and there. And then it become it became sort of something that I actually loved and preferred doing over my other job at the time. And um, and then here I am today. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. Ten years further down the line. So, I think for us, we it, Pilates at the moment isn't something that we offer at Jones's as part of our group training timetable. So you I should think, be. Well, yeah. Well, this <laughs> yeah. is what I was going to say. Like, what for? Our, what is it in what, a nutshell? Yeah, yeah, what is it? What the hell is Pilates? Yeah. What um, is it? <laughs> how long have you guys got? We've got um, all day. <laughs> we ain't going. Any, we ain't going anywhere. <laughs> So for so I always say to people, this is a massive generalization, but um, always people, the first thing people sort of normally say is, uh, you know, Pilates and yoga, they're kind of the same, right? Um, and mm. I say no, um, <laughs> they are, they're very different. They're, they have some similarities in the sense that uh, it's movement for the body. But you, in, again, massive generalization and apologies to any yogis out there that um, might be insulted by my definition. But in uh, yoga is generally more spiritual and you hold poses for a longer period of time. And Pilates is more like a circuit training in that you do repetitions of exercises and um, mm -hmm. you go through, you know, an order of an order of exercises the same way as you guys would probably go through a sort of a circuit or a hit training session. Um, but you are really focusing on this and targeting the smaller muscle groups uh, that supports the bigger muscles. So it would actually complement your sessions yeah. really well. Um, and help people to build up the strength um, in the sort of postural muscles and lower abdominal muscles and all the little muscle groups that we use day to day and not just in sort of explosive exercises. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's interesting. So you, is it is a session typically like an hour or, or or can you can you benefit for doing 10 minutes? You can. I mean, it's I always like to say for me I'm sure you guys say the same, it's frequency. So if everyone did mm -hmm. sort of 10 minutes of Pilates every day, they'd be, you know, well on their way to having a strong core, a good posture, feeling tall, long, lean, um, all of the above. But, you know, also my, my mat sessions are generally 45 minutes. 
uh, for um, clients that I work one-to-one, they're normally 55 minutes. The idea is that you can sort of be in and out within your sort of lunch break, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's not sort of dragging onto the sort of one hour and a half or um, anything that, you know, can sometimes take a little bit longer. Yeah, so because I've because when you say mat work, what do, what does that mm. kind of because I've seen obviously I've seen pictures of Pilates with like padded boxes and and bands and slidey contraptions and things like that. So <laughs> what 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 are those and what are they what are they about? So little quick history. Um, Joseph Pilates uh, is the man behind Pilates. He is uh, everyone always thinks it's always just for women and ballet dancers, but actually it was um, created by a guy. And um, he created what we call the apparatus, which are various different forms of um, pieces of kit, which are, um, there's one that looks like a slidey thing on a bed with springs, <laughs> um, which is called the reformer, which is the one that most people know about. Right. And um, then there are other pieces that you would see in a sort of typically a classical studio versus a contemporary studio. And um, they are the wonder chair, the Cadillac, the tower or um, the baby chair, the high chair, the head bowl. <laughs> Amazing all names. Of, all these names. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But ultimately what they all have in common is uh, the resistance that you use with the springs. So in Pilates, we work with and against the resistance of the springs which creates the long um, and toned uh, body physique that is uh, is given Pilates such a great name and it, it, you know it generally in a gym again this is where I probably might fall short and you might pick me up but you you know you lift weights and then you you know you, you, do, you don't lift at you well you Hang on, I'm just I'm gonna completely like look stupid here, but you you there's no rest with Pilates. You're constantly working with and with, yeah. with and against the resistance. Um, you know, whereas you might sort of, for example, do five sets and then let your weights go or something, depending on so, your so, you know, how heavy. So you are. what you're saying is if you're in a, a forty five minute class, you'll literally be yeah. moving for that whole time. That would be a great class to be in, yeah. Exactly. That's ultimately right. the goal. Obviously, you know, everyone it's the same you know it's the same with different levels of when you're in the, in the gym as well you know if you want to if you go into the gym and you and you work a true good strong session you know you're not resting there you're there to work but obviously if you've got people with injuries or if you've got people who are new to the session you don't just beast them for you know you yes you beast them but you you know you let them have little rest as it's not you know it's not possible to just mm. go for that long but that is what we want to work towards is we want to work towards um, a session where you are working for the whole session um, and transitions where you know you guys move from one set to another or a different piece of kit for us the transitions are a workout in themselves so you don't just sort of push yourself up from the floor and 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 get up you know you actually have to work to get up so then the transitions that work between um the uh you know the exercises are themselves the work and that also is how you get to progress it and how to get a little bit better. Oh, right. Yeah, which is what sometimes don't, people don't realise, you know, think, thinking that you can just get yourself up off the floor. Actually, no, like my, my instructor's like, no, you have to get up, you know, not using your hands or not using your legs or, you know. Mm-hmm. Whatever it may be. So, yeah. So that kind of like, it kind of sounds to me like there's kind of a bit of a flow, a bit of a flow to Pilates. Is that exactly. where is that where people sometimes get mixed up with yoga then? Because... They talk about yeah, yoga and flowing and things like that. So Pilates does do that, but not at the same kind of, I guess, like you said, spiritual level. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, you can still have flow the same way as you guys have flow. You know, you have uh, some um, flow to the sessions. You know, you're not going to suddenly just like do one one thing and then do the other that just doesn't make sense you have the yeah. flow in that the exercises follow neatly and nicely into one another yeah. um and they connect into one another and they make sense um and not only that but you use the breath with flow and, and breath is a big focus with pilates as well because it can accentuate the work it can make the work easier it can make the work harder um it really focuses the mind and draws into the core so um that with you know that also links in with yoga as well yoga is very good at sort of bringing breath into it um and there is you know bits of breath with pilates um as well you know you, you don't forget that it's one of the core principles that actually um you know we get taught about at the very very beginning so you know flow is flow is definitely there and mm. and but it it's harder to find that at the beginning when you are first starting out the same with anything you know the same with you guys probably get into a rhythm when you're actually sort of working out in your circuits or stuff you can you can actually once you get into the movement that is the flow and that is the rhythm that you you, you find yeah and then that's when you can then start to because most of the time with like when you're teaching people movements it's a case of let's learn the movement first let's worry about when you're breathing whether you're inhaling and exhaling on the pushing or the pulling of the movement or wherever it is that kind of comes yeah. secondary to learning to just just breathe however and make sure you're doing it safely and effectively um kind of to begin yeah. with so it's Pilates a little bit more like so say like weight training is kind of like if you'd say like the showy muscles so we do a lot of resistance training at Jones's yeah. and you know, it's about squats and deadlifts in it, you know, taxes, hamstrings and glutes. Would you say then that Pilates is less about the showy muscles and a lot more about the deep muscles that support the structures that then, you know, like highlight the quads, glutes, abs and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, exactly. And 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 don't get me wrong, you know, that they absolutely target the glutes, the abs, the shoulders and everything. But they are that I always say to people, they're the muscles that you use day to day. You know, you won't use, you know, we don't want to be using your traps when you go and pick up, um, you know, your what your washing or your mm -hmm. shopping or whatever, because you don't want to be constantly overusing them. You want the smaller, you know, muscles like your serratus or your rhomboids to be yeah. constantly activated so that when you're hunched over a desk, those are the muscles that are activated that pull your shoulders back, that lift your chest up and that stop you from slouching. Um, and <laughs> you know those those muscles are often you know hard to target in sort of uh classes which aren't focusing on that which you guys obviously yeah. focus on you know like you said the, the sort of showy muscles you know because people want to look good but also you need to have functionality as well um yeah. and that's where pilates really is important because it, it links back into the functionality which is day-to-day -day life and um, without those muscles that you've got supporting you day-to-day -day life becomes a little bit more of a, a challenge bit harder yeah yeah hmm. so so that so is is the structure of a class um very similar so are you trying to target the whole body every class or are you you dividing the session up from from one day to the next so it i guess it depends who you ask as an instructor so the quick um there's classical and contemporary classical is goes back to what joseph pilates taught and how the method evolves and how he would teach the method it sort of follows uh, a similar um, guidance to him. Contemporary is a little bit more of the ballet dancer style in that it um, takes the exercises and is a little bit more creative creative with it. So right. generally, you know, the ultimate goal um, 
is to be in sort of certain positions, for example, a sort of backbend. So you, so if you, at the beginning of the class, you'll always focus, right, what is our goal for today? So for this morning when I taught a class, for me, the goal was making sure that everyone was connected, you know, making sure that you're not just moving your legs and your body, your abs are actually engaged when you're moving your legs. So mm-hmm. you do very similar, which is how you can, you know, do Pilates for years and years and still be learning and still be developing. Um, because you do the similar exercises, but your focus is on something within those exercises. So, you know, there are, in the classical style, probably about 500 exercises. In the contemporary, that that's where it gets a little bit more varied because they take adaptions and make adaptions from the classical. But, you know, you can hold poses for longer. You can breathe in those poses to that and make it deeper. You can reverse the movements. You can increase the repetitions. You can, um, you know, there's loads of variations within using the same exercises. So they do they do generally follow a pattern and a, a sort of set repertoire of exercises. Um, and it just depends on what that teacher is focusing on that day with clients. It depends on mm. how um, how it changes. Right. Yeah, I like it. So with so with this then, so I mean, our our members are kind of used to the idea of like adding adding weight and getting stronger and doing a few more reps yeah. and that progressive overload. Does that mm. does that come into Pilates as well? Because you mentioned about increasing repetitions and time and stuff like that. Are you always yeah. trying to do a little bit more than you did before? Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole, that's why people want, that's how you get stronger. Um, So, you know, generally, if you sort of start people off um, with the sort of classical idea behind it, uh, which is mainly what I teach, is that you sort of start with, you know, 12 exercises. And because the exercises generally are exercises that we don't do day to day, Mm -hmm. it's first of all really good for the body and mind to connect that way because we're having to think different differently uh, which not only stimulates the mind but it stimulates the body and then you know once people get used to the exercises then you're like right okay then I'm going to sort of change it up and now we're going to instead of you just moving I want you to really think about where you're moving from so uh, a great instructor who's sadly no longer with us always said before think about where the exercise is coming from before you move and you know that for me was really important because you know instead of just lifting your arm okay where's your arm lifting from is it lifting from your hand is it lifting from your shoulder is it lifting from your core Mm. and can you try and lift your hand and your arm and your you know your whole body actually moving it from your center so actually connecting deeper into your core to then work it but more often as i'm sure you know you see with people who come to to see you guys you know anyone starting out you can't say that to someone first off. It's too much. For no, they've got no yeah, idea. Gonna be no, confusing, exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. It's confusing. Yeah. There's so many things to think and think about. And then you add breath and then you add repetitions and then you yeah. add drop your shoulders, release that, you know, the, actually I was speaking to one of my clients this morning and they were, um, you know, saying how, you know, we've just been working together for, I think seven sessions now. And, um, they're saying it's really interesting. They're starting to become a lot more aware of their body. So that's what Pilates is really great about. Like I was saying earlier about the little muscle groups that you sort of use day to day, but it's also catching yourself, you know, hunching over your desk and going, oh, actually, I I need to sit up. I need to bring my shoulders back. And that's why it's such a good form of exercise for posture, for body awareness, because it, it basically teaches you how to use your body and how to connect into your body. So for you guys, it, you know, it, it gives you such greater awareness of 
how to use your muscles that you can actually create more force um, yeah, generate more, more tension exactly generate more tension i remember nick when you were um uni when i bumped into you when we were having that reunion yeah and um and you were doing that um course and i actually wanted to come with you on that course <laughs> yeah. and you, you're doing that like what was it what was the course it, it was, was uh, the uk found... strength condition aiden was there as well uh, was it well, oh, anyway. yeah, that's when we, we, when we came down yeah. to loughborough Mm. Yeah, right. And, and we and all went out for dinner. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And the and the um and I found that, you know, and it's so interesting because it's exactly that. It's like how can you, you know, you go on these courses, but you know, so for anyone listening who's a beginner or anyone who's listening who's an athlete, you know, it works both ways. You know, it There's works such for a beginner crossover. to yeah. exactly to get to give you the awareness of your body and get you stronger. Great. If it's an athlete, it's like how can you generate more power and how can you create you know, how can you ease up? So I work with quite a few um, iron guys who do Iron Men, and I never really know what you call them. Iron Men's? Like tri- iron Men. Or yeah. <laughs> Triathletes? But they're not tri... No, because that's a different thing. They're, they're more, more than that. They're so much more than yeah. that. I mean, it's nuts. But And it was particularly in the cycling, he was finding that his legs would really fatigue over anything else. So it was channeling, how can he channel that energy from his core so that it eases up his legs. So actually later on, he can then tap into the energy sources in his legs and then get him that much faster and get him much, much further without fatiguing. So it's really about tapping into extra energy sources that you've got at, you know, that you've got at your disposable. You just need to you know work it yeah i think it, like, like you say it's the it's underlining that the body is one thing and it works together rather than separate arms and legs and mm. and core it's all 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 intertwined and it should be working um in unison mm. yeah i think uh, by the sounds of things like i think some of the things that our listeners might be sort of um familiar with is like the mind muscle connection they've they've heard of that statement and that sounds very much like what you're talking about and sort of those muscles are the things that should be doing those jobs and you know we we work with it a lot of our personal training clients and we and as best we can in our group training environments to be like if you want to you know build your glutes you know for our female clients that want to build build glutes if you're doing like barbell hip thrusts and squats and deadlifts and things like that yes it's all well and good just moving the weight however you're going to get much better results by actually using those muscles to move the weight and the move the weight moving yeah. is is a byproduct of you contracting your glutes as hard right. as you possibly can yeah. and the right muscles yeah and 100% that's that does sound like that's very similar in that case then like if you want to change how you look you need to make sure that the muscles doing the work are actually doing the work and you're not just just moving for moving sake I get I, I guess like it's quite easy for us to walk into a gym and see someone that's got dodgy form you know they're throwing the weights up and they're not mm-hmm. controlling it and they're not actually targeting the muscle they want to target yeah I think it's, they are it, that, exactly yeah so is that similar in pilates as well so you can actually you know when you're teaching a class you can look around and you're making the the adjustments to the person to make sure they're they're getting what they want out of it yeah a hundred percent they you know you see it's exactly that you look at the body form and you see where the weaknesses are you see where the imbalances are and, and that's what um the idea is to try and you know rebalance the body essentially you know you don't want to have one side stronger than the other you don't want mm. to have one side dom- more, more dominant than the other oh sorry hang on sorry Oh, sorry, someone's trying to call me. Um, apologies. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> hear that. No. Your laptop. No, um, is, is there a common okay, theme good. like um, with, with so, imbalances? Yeah, do you see a lot of the same things over and over again? Like hunched yes. shoulders so, or... 
Yeah, generally. I mean, generally, I'm sure you guys see the same. You know, it's this. Everyone's got majority of people have got a sedentary job. Um, you know, tight hip flexors, weak glutes. They sort mm. of work as a pair. Um, weak core, lower back issues. Uh, mm. Weak core, neck, shoulder issues because that the shoulders overcompensate. Everyone's stressed. The tension in their shoulders. Uh, breathing really shallowly in the chest. Um, so, you know, so when, you know, people do come in and you see them, uh, you know, you've got knee in- injuries because glutes are slightly weaker. So then mm. you've got to be like, right, okay, this side we need to work. But really interestingly, you know, when you are working with someone, I don't know how you guys do it, but I don't actually do more reps on the weaker side because for me, the weaker side is weaker anyway. So already that's working harder. So, you know, mm. just because you guys, it, it, just someone, someone comes in and their right glute knee doesn't work as much, you know, for them to do 10 reps on that side, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder than 10 reps on the other side. So actually, I keep the reps the same to try and keep the focus on keeping the balance and keep the um, keep the movement flowing. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I personally, I actually have a slightly different take on that. So oh, do you? Yeah, okay, yeah only, again, it's just interesting, isn't it? So for me, I would... I would train the stronger side first and get an idea of how many they can or can't do. And then I would match that on the weaker side, but in a slightly different pattern. So say like, say on my right side, I managed to do 10 reps. So on my left side, I'd match that, but I would do like one rep, 10 second break, one rep, 10 second break. So that I collect all 10 reps on that side. The reason being, well, only for me is... If I just did the weaker side first and could only do five or six reps, if I then go to my stronger side and match that, I actually feel like I'd be detraining the good side because I'm not challenging it enough. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel that you can get you can accelerate your progress and and train both sides effectively by sort of going stronger side first, then matching it on the weaker. But again, it's it's different movements, isn't it? Like you know, yeah. Pilate, my understanding of Pilates is not is not what it is in terms of like squats and deadlifts. No, but and it's still like an that. interesting way of thinking about it, actually. And I'm sort of thinking about it, thinking about when I train my clients, and actually, so that, you know, for example, if I put someone on a wonder chair, which is a little square box with a pedal, I um, love the sounds and... of these things. <laughs> yeah, you've haven't you seen them? I haven't. I obviously know you. Uh, yeah, well, seen I've seen I've seen pictures, but not know what they're called. Yeah. The wonder chair. Um, I know the wonder chair the wonder chair is wonderful um <laughs> it is um but yeah so you it, it's it's basically like doing uh sort of think of lunges but yeah. on an incline um so you've got you know really limited stability so first of all you wouldn't put someone on that unless they were aware of their body and yeah. stable anyway you wouldn't put a beginner on there at all it would be much later on with someone that you've been pro- progressing and who's aware and understands movement correction and stuff but you know, I wouldn't necessarily, interestingly, I wouldn't necessarily choose their weaker or their stronger side. Mm-hmm. I would let them choose. Yeah. And more often than not, someone will choose their stronger side to lead with. Yeah. Yeah. So I would never say to someone, I, so I say, put your leg up. Yeah. And they'll just go with your which right leg. Or your, and yeah. they go with whichever one it is. So actually, interestingly, I think they do more often than not start with their more dominant side. And if they do happen to start with their weaker side often their brain and their muscles can't connect. Anyway, so once yeah. they've done once they've done a set on their stronger side, then we go back onto the weaker side and then do the stronger side again. So you actually kind of repeat it so you ingrain that muscle memory yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah, it's interesting. I've never actually thought of it like that, but um yeah, it's um I definitely see like how how that works and how that can relate into it. 
So, so now, so nah. go on, Aiden, go on, go, go, go. No, 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 go, you go. Oh no, I was going to say my my thing might be going well off topic. So now you know you said about you've got um, Pilates with equipment, and then you said about mat work. What mm. what's the what's the kind of main difference? Obviously, obviously, you're much more limited with what you can do on a mat. But how can you still do a full fifty five minute session on a mat without these? Oh. Fancy Cadillacs and high chairs and pedestals and good, good memory, nice. I tried Pilates man in the yeah, making. Yeah, I've, um, got, I've got Google up in the background. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, absolutely. So the the mat work was actually created by Joseph Pilates as a form of homework. He, oh. you know, appreciated that not everyone had the apparatus at home. So you would come into the studio, you'd do your workout with him, and then you'd go home and you'd practice your mat work. Mm -hmm. And the mat work is what I give to my clients um, as homework as well. But also, you know, you can take it on holiday, you can take it anywhere you want. And and you are only limited in so much that you need a tiny space to do it. Um, You know, when I've been on holiday, I've been doing it in sort of bathrooms on a sort of towel because I don't have a mat with me and, Mm. and, you know, it doesn't, and I'm quite a tall person. So the space is is limited, but yeah, all six foot of me. But um, the, and, but no, you, you, you know, you've just, you've just got to have the intention to focus on the exercises and that's all you Mm. really need you know actually sometimes interestingly this uh, lockdown for anyone who's listening um not you know live and maybe listening in a couple of months time you'll obviously remember lockdown and um you know I don't have anything with me because my um flat is not where I'm at right now and I've got the mat but I think I've actually become interestingly and ironically stronger during lockdown than I was before Hmm. first of all because I've got more time on my hands but second of all because I've actually challenged myself and done the stuff that I don't like which is what I was explaining to a client this morning who really really wasn't liking something and I was like we all need to be doing the stuff that we don't like because actually that's the stuff our bodies need to be doing need the most Um, that's the typical uh, yeah actually that brings me on to the next sort of question um when you think about you know gym work, usually you think about squats, deadlifts, bench presses, like the main ones. Um, Yoga is probably like downward dog. Is there anything in Pilates yeah. which is like the number one you'd always go to or the top five, for example? I, know, I appreciate it's probably different with each people, but... Um, yeah, yeah, no, actually, that's it's it, it's not actually. It's quite easy. So I always anyone who's listening who has done Pilates will be very familiar with the hundred. It is the first exercise ooh. in the classical repertoire, and it is it, you hundred. can do the hundred. Yeah. So there's a client that I have that does the hundred every day. Um, she is quite competitive, so she likes to beat her kettle. So she has a coffee in the morning, and she was like, "Look, I don't have time to do exercise." And I was like, "Okay, fair enough. No one has time to do exercise. But if you really want to have something." that you can do every day you don't think about brushing your teeth you don't think about having a shower the mm-hmm. hundred should be on that list that's the biggest so, biggest bang for the buck that's the non-negotiable ex- non-negotiable your hundred like your hundred and your i'm gonna do it today yeah you should and every day tell me what it is tell me guys tell me it takes and it takes less time than boiling a kettle that's the best thing about it like you pop down on on your mat in your kitchen on your floor you can do it on the floor there's you don't have to have a mat so the hundred is an exercise where you lie on your back you're you have your for argument's sake, we'll have knees bent, feet flat. So sort of lying how you would sort of normally be like resting. You curl your head, neck and shoulders up like you would do in a curl up. You reach your fingertips to the end of the mat to try and touch your toes and you pump your arms up and down and you pump them fast. And then you breathe in for five counts, you breathe out for five counts and you repeat that 10 times. Mm. 
Okay. So yeah, okay. I can yeah. So that's kind of like you know we've done stuff similar with like a hollow. It sounds kind of like a hollow hold. So yeah, yeah. Just with like back the hollow... flat, hips flat, yeah, shoulders connected. You know, no tipping of the body. The back should you should be at basically Joseph Pilates would stand on your stomach to check that you are engaging your core properly. <laughs> so your your heads off the floor though. Heads off the floor. Yeah. yeah. So like you yeah. do a sort of a a curl up, but your feet are on the floor so that you can't tip your hips to cheat. Um, uh, uh, and so it's 10 sets of 10 yeah, uh, nice. yeah 10 sets of 10 there Boom. you go bit of German and volume the, training the in there exactly yeah. yeah love it oh you yeah you should you should look up some of his archival work it's uh, he, he was German ah right he sounds he sounds a little bit like um emil zapotec who was uh who was a runner and he the kind of sessions that he did was all volume like he would run mm. like just stupid efforts in like work boots and stuff like that and he was very much of the kind of thing that nothing is as hard as training so like competition was yeah. easy compared to the crazy amount of volume and stupid things he would do in training it sounds a little bit similar to that was he quite uh yeah could he be quite an evil man then in making you do not Please. evil but he he wasn't he wasn't light touch i think you know he used to wear a pair of speedos and he used to walk <laughs> around and if he didn't think your head was close enough to your knees he would grab your head and he would push it down wow Wow. So I think, think there's a few though. legal <laughs> no. uh, things against him right now, but yeah, no, he's um, yeah. for anyone who's got Google near them, they uh, have, have you seen the things. um the Bikram yoga thing on Netflix? No. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it and um, yeah, that's, no, that's no, not like watch. that. In in my yeah. in my head he's he's a he's a wonderful man. He's not an evil man, but <laughs> oh, okay. you know, right. he worked too hard, but he yeah. had best intentions. Yeah, he wanted the best so, for so you. Nat, we we've got the 100. What else yeah. is on your yeah. list? What's top, next? top three so or top five or something? So yeah, I do actually. I have a, I have a sort of, I have a top uh, five. So for anyone who says that they don't have time, this literally takes less than ten minutes. I have sort of five Love exercises that, that I it. say to do, you know, every day, and that's on my Instagram, it's on my newsletter, it's everything. And um, so you've got the hundred, and then after the hundred, you've got your rollback, which helps mobilize the spine. So you bring yourself up into seated position. You roll yourself back halfway and you roll yourself back up again. It just helps move nice. the spine in a sort of like uh, circular movement, like a sort of um, bicycle chain. You've got to keep it moving. And mm -hmm. then you flip over onto your front and you've got your swan prep where your forehead is on your hands. You keep your body as straight as you can. And, and it's probably a little bit similar to what you guys do when you lift your chest up off the floor. But it's not about the lift because that can sometimes go into people's lower back. It's about the length. Everything is about lengthening the spine and getting taller and longer and leaner. So for me, it's you lift the head, neck and shoulders up and then hold and then lower back down and then lift and hold. But you're getting longer rather than higher and higher. So um, now, do you do you need more length in your life then? Are you, do you need, a, have you got, have you got taller since doing this? I, I have. <laughs> I really have. <laughs> I, I actually, I did four sessions yesterday. It was a bit of a beast of a day yesterday. Um, and uh just happened not my teaching schedule just worked out like that and i don't normally work out and teach i'm normally teaching but on zoom you, you sometimes you have to just teach because um there are too many people on the um, yeah. set and i had four sessions yesterday and my body feels like i've been hit by a bus in a good way um and um if there is a good way with that yeah. and um but actually at the end of the all of the sessions i just literally felt the tallest i've ever yeah. felt ever um wow. and it, yeah it was it was really it's yeah so I'll be, I'll be interesting to see um 
how how tall I am when I can yeah. measure myself. Um, and then the other, and then the side bend exercise that's number four. Go onto your side, forearm directly underneath your shoulder, knees bent. Just um, obviously to start with before I sort of know the strength of everyone. Lift the hips, hold for five seconds, and then drop it down, and then repeat those. That helps build up your serratus and all the back muscles that we need for posture. Um, and then shave, which is hands behind the head. Um, almost like you're sort of being uh, pushing yourself back into a wall and then you extend your hands up and then bring them down again sort of almost like you're sort of if you were to lie on your back you are creating a snow you know snow angel in the in the in the snow type mm. thing oh wow um, oh, which cool. so it's just yeah four five four five five little exercises that Done i try and get people to do so but they're probably very similar to what you guys do similar exercises you know a lot of exercises found in gyms and stuff you know and also with um uh, physios a lot of those exercises have come from pilates because you know it's about the main focus you know strengthening your core to get stronger so there's obviously a link and a a natural link with those and where they've come from so that so that that kind of brings us because you you had quite a bad back injury didn't you is that was that the motivation for finding pilates Yes. So I, um, I had a slip disc when I was 15, which seems a long time ago now. Um, and for those of us who are older than 30, Nick, um, and, um, and, uh, and yeah, and I, it, it, that was, you know, quite hard when you're that age, um, not only because no one believes that you've got a slip disc, so then you get, you know, passed around. Um, but also, you know, it's not fun. You, you know, you're at school, you're wanting to play sports, you're wanting to be active and it, you just can't. Um, and so I actually was very lucky that I had a very close, I have a very close family friend who is the founder of Body Control Pilates, which is a contemporary style that came uh to london ages ago and um and he was like you need pilates in your life i was like okay what is you know and i'd known about pilates because my dad actually has two slip discs and he went to gordon for um fixing so to speak and um that's the reason why he's sort of able to walk and um and yeah and, and it was just something that i sort of did because but at that age you know you do it because you're told to do it and you you know you don't necessarily understand it you don't love it because you're being told to do it and it was only after I sort of found my own way and started doing the apparatus for me that's obviously really cool when you're 15 you know like being able to do all this stuff on the apparatus and no one else knows what it's about and (laughs) you know that's where I kind of find found my love a little bit more for it you know I had a really lovely teacher at the time who gave me a lot of her time and, you know, I was young, so I was very different to sort of all the older people that sort of can't really move as well. So I was, you know, really keen to get stuck in. And, and I think that inspired her and then that in turn inspired me. So I think it's, you know, having a good instructor is really important um, and, and, and being able to learn constantly as well, you know being able to develop because I'm sure you know when you go and do all your courses I still do courses and I still take you know and it take and take lessons and you've got to still keep doing that because um, that's what keeps you fresh and keeps you motivated. Has the um, discipline changed much then in the last 10 years? Um, I would say yes and no yes in that you have got some of the sort of second generation so that sort of joseph pilates taught romana and romana taught these second generation instructors and romana was sort of um joseph's protege and um 
they are very true to the method, but obviously it's been going, people are living longer uh, than we were. So, you know, you've got to make things fresh and which is why I was sort of speaking about earlier. So you've definitely got their interpretation of the um, exercises, which is still very true to the, the actual work, but um, it, you know, varying it up and, and making a little bit more focused on certain um, things like grounding or making sure that you're working your back or your, 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 you know, your ultimate goal is a certain uh, position and therefore they work you towards that and you really, you know, you've, you've got a sort of whole understanding of the linking of um, the exercises together and then you've got the other side which is the sort of contemporary side where you see a room full of reformers and it's teachers instructing you kind of how to work out on the reformers rather than how to work out with the reformers so um it kind of has it's definitely split and it's definitely become quite marketable um with uh reformer machines and reformer classes particularly in london you know you everywhere it's yeah. a little bit like how starbucks used to be there's a sort of reformer um on you know studio on each sort of corner uh, which is great but there, it, that those tend to lose understanding and insight into the body and the link with Pilates. And it just becomes sort of, a, you know, it's like someone would come into the gym and just kind of move the weights without actually understanding why they're moving it yeah. or how or where they're moving it from. So it's um, a cool thing to do at the time. Yeah, it, it, it like it is cool and it, and, and it gets results in terms of aesthetics, but you know, a lot of that is actually, you know, do you understand why you're doing that movement or do you understand where you're moving it from? Or do you understand, you know, how that movement leads into the next movement? And, you know, and and that's something I'm still learning, like, and, and continue to learn. It's not something that I sort of learn, you know, in one weekend on a reformer course, you mm. know, you, that is a life's work. And, you know, that's what I think the true beauty of Pilates is, is really embracing that and really understanding all of that together. It sounds like, so the reformer stuff sounds a little bit more like exercise, whereas the sort of stuff that you're doing is more like training. So you're, you're actually going somewhere with it and learning and developing, whereas the reformer yeah. stuff sounds a little bit more like, yeah, it's 45 minutes, I'm in and out, I feel like I've got a bit of a sweat on, I feel like I've worked a little yeah. bit, but who, what, where, when and why, don't really know, but just want to crack on. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, you know, different people are different, you know, yeah. different. I'm sure you have people that come to the gym, you know, who are, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm guilty of this as well. You know, their head's not there. They're in, they can lift the weights, they can lift, you know, move through the movements, but they're not actually in the movements. Mm -hmm. And that's what I say to people is the difference. It's actually being in it. And, you know, because that's how you can progress. And that's how you can develop from that. Because you, once you understand it, and you, you, not get it because that makes it sound so sort of pretentious but you know really understanding the reasons behind it then can develop you further and push you further because yeah. then you can actually encom like encompass everything that you know and add that to it so um it's ju it's just a it's there that's how it's kind of changed it's changed from i guess being quite um specific to being a little bit more marketable you know mm. like like the world is you know yeah. everything's about marketing isn't it so yeah massively so now what you mentioned earlier as well that you haven't always been a full-time sort of pilates instructor so you had a you had a job yeah. before what yeah what made you what made you take the leap of faith to to follow pilates full-time what was the how did you do that because we've got so many people that you know that we work with who you know, have got a passion in something 
and but that's not what they that's not their job that's not what pays the bills how did you go from a full time like quote unquote normal job to your yeah. passion paying the bills yeah so it, it was really interesting because it, it like I said, you know, for me it didn't start off as a passion. It started off as something that I had to do as a child, and yeah. you know you don't understand that at the time. And it only really and I had my qualifications and I wasn't using it. And it was a, a very close friend who's also an instructor, Georgie, and she said to me, "Look, you need to be teaching. Like you're crazy not to be teaching. Hmm. You have this qualification. Why, you know, why why don't you use it?" And I was like, and I guess by that point for me, I'd already kind of waited maybe a couple of years and I was so scared to do anything because uh, you're so scared to sort of not be good enough aren't you yeah. um, and I taught a class for someone who needed a cover and um, and people came up to me afterwards and said how much they enjoyed the class and and the feeling of you know like helping people and um, how making a difference and I was like but that class was rubbish like I, I, bet I thought that, <laughs> that class was rubbish and I have no idea whether it was rubbish or whether or not it was me just thinking it was rubbish. But either way, it was the sort of start of, okay, well, actually, everyone, you know, not everyone loved it, but, you know, some people liked it. And, mm. okay, I can... So I sort of just started doing it as a sort of side thing, really, um, as something that I enjoyed, as you said, you know, starting to, like, a passion. And, and then it got to a point where I was being asked to teach more and more classes and... I wasn't really enjoying my other job and I just thought you know how how often do you get an opportunity to to do something else and so I kind of just made the leap and you know because the thing is it's that hard one where you, you have you, you don't have enough work to um keep you know for that to be become a full-time job yeah. because obviously um you know but then equally you you can't not try because if you don't give up your other job then you don't have the time so it's a it's a very scary and hard decision to make and you know for anyone out there who's listening who you know, might want to become a pt or an instructor yoga or pilates and stuff it's you know it's not something that you can do lightly you know you've got to think about it you've got to have you know a little bit of a support or a background in you know, a background in terms of you know backing for finance you've got to save up a little bit of money and then but I do firmly believe that also, you know, depending on how woo-woo the sort of sounds, is that the kind of universe opens up for you what is meant to be. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I gave up my, you know, other job, my sitting job, I call it, hmm. um, I got given a job working on a desk in a studio, so which then allowed me to have, you know, some got your foot in the door. Actually, <clears throat> exactly, and foot through the door, and then it yeah. kind of then all started to develop from there, and then it sort of. And then it goes and it goes and it goes and you've got to put into it, you know. I, I work like an absolutely like you know the the hours yeah. that you guys. I was just going to say that. You work too, yeah. But I know Nick, you know, yeah. works like an absolute demon with you guys, and you know he's up at the crack of dawn and, and back late, and and that and that was it. I would walk. I was working up at five and home at ten, flying all around London teaching yeah. classes, you know, because you that's what you do. And I, d- I don't and, think that's specific to the yeah. fitness industry though I think if anything you want in yeah. life and if you want to achieve anything you've got to work hard you've got to have a vision you've got to have a yeah. bit of belief mm. and you've got to work hard and unfortunately there's a lot of people that aren't willing to to do that put in the hours to, yeah. to do that yeah 
Yeah, I think you know it, it, it's it, it's kind of yeah, exactly what you said. You know, you do you do that, and and I was enjoying it. You know, I'm I'm a morning person, so for me, mornings are not you know not too bad. But um, and it was and it was fresh, and you're meeting new people, and 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 really connecting with people, and connecting you know, and learning as well. You know, that's what I say to a lot of people who actually ask me about um, advice for you know, and they're like, oh, but I don't really want to do this class, and I'm like, but actually that class is going to get you to where you need to be because it's all part of the journey. You know, on that, in that class, you'll meet someone who's got a body that, you know, is an injury that you don't know about. So therefore you need to look at it. So then you're learning. Mm. So it's, it's all, it all kind of links in with each other. Are you struggling with the lockdown at the moment now? Or are you enjoying teaching online or is it really challenging? I am controversial and it's very difficult because obviously people have been dying and then people are really struggling so it's really you know mm. mentally it's been a little bit challenging at times because I'm very much a people person so you know not being able to be hands-on that's why I'm sort of I guess I sort of work well with the job that I have but you've got to look at the positive sides of the thing because you can't be dwelling on the negative side you've got to try and get that headspace out if as much as you can um positive sides you know i found mat work a little bit more like i was saying earlier yeah. for me it's um it's something i it had really ignored in my practice and now i've really connected into it and i found the love for it um i've been doing live sessions which for me has been a big sort of um a boost for me in terms of you know i'm i'm not very good with social media and i i'm I, I sort of shy away from that sort of stuff and it's actually really forced me to get out of my comfort zone um so it's and it's given me the opportunity and the time to do that because i've got a little bit more time on my hands so i've been able to help quite a few people that i never would have met i've been speaking to people all across the world and like brussels and um america and iceland and people have been messaging saying thank you so much for your you know classes which is really lovely as well you know because otherwise i never would have had that opportunity Mm. to have reached so many people so it's so that you know those are the positives that i for me have come out of it and have you know been from being really good um and and then obviously the negative side, you miss your family and, you know, it's, it, it completely interferes with your revenue. Like my revenue has been like dropped by whatever it is. And like, it's just so, so you've yeah. got to pick yourself up mm. again. And and luckily um, I don't have, um, you know, I, I don't have the pressure like you guys do with the uh, rent. I teach, you know, I've got a home studio. So I'm, I, I, that was something I was looking at before. And luckily I didn't make that leap just before. So it's, um, Mm. so you got to be thankful for stuff like that so do do you live Um, in london that yeah i'm in london yeah and and what 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 do you feel like the vibe is on the streets do you um i think it's a little bit of a mixed bag really i was um my boyfriend's family have got a place in, in in essex so we were there for a bit so i didn't actually wasn't there in london for the beginning of lockdown um we left just before because his brother's quite sick so we we left to sort of avoid all of it and um the the vibe i mean i think if you smile at someone on the street even when you're avoiding them you'll get a smile back um i think there's a there's a lot of sort of frustration and um uh and sort of angry people but there is generally in life um so i always think that if you, <laughs> yeah, kind of, you know yeah you know and actually i think the pace of london slowed down a little bit normally it's quite fast and it's very sort of pushy and i think actually you know there's a lot more people interacting with their neighbors uh in you know being helpful and helping out their community 
so it's 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 a mix it's a mixed bag i think it sort of depends where you are but um it's not all a big scary place it's uh i think you you mentioned about people smiling and i think being in and around the streets you know going to the shops i do do think more people are um smiling saying good morning and things like that but um, obviously i can't comment on london london's obviously notorious for for not being too friendly um but uh, hopefully it'll make a bit of a difference going forward yeah i think so i think i think there's it was really interesting i was reading something about there's there's a poll with um how people actually don't really want uh you know it to go back to the way it was before lockdown because people are actually enjoying the the, the greater sense of community in their in their streets and yeah. their roads and their you know areas and and um well the, the impact that it's having on the environment as well it's yeah i mean that's know. huge i mean i was teaching a client this morning via zoom and i was like wow those birds are really loud where you are it's incredible <laughs> and she was like oh they're so annoying aren't they i was like no it's lovely oh, yeah. it's so nice like the air is cleaner the skies are bluer the sun is more shiny you know that everyone and and i think that also in turn makes people's moods lift so um yeah so i think it's you know it is quite it's it's it is for for me i've you know i'm i'm maybe looking at it in a sort of rose tinted glasses but i think it's it's okay sort of but i also have i agree and and like you so. you said like obviously it's a horrific thing yeah. that's happened and so many people have died and it's a, it's affecting and is going to affect our economy for you know yeah. years to come but um i do think you've got to try and be as positive as you can be and it is what it is so We've got to make the the most of a bad situation and yeah. um, try and smile through it and plan for the future. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And how are you guys going? Do, 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 yeah, we're we're good, aren't we, Nick? Yeah, loads well, of speak, loads is happening. Loads of stuff's happening. Yeah, it's it's given us an opportunity to do things that we wouldn't have done before. Yeah. So, um, and do and exploring this whole thing online as well. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Are you going to be doing more stuff online? It's really interesting, actually, because there's been a lot of press, like trying to really sort of work out, you know, what's going to happen afterwards, yeah, and yeah. like, is you know, and I think people, you know, we, we're social creatures, so we're, you know, there, there are people who are going to want to still come in, you know, even when it sort of we gets relaxed, if it gets relaxed, you know, potentially this Sunday, who knows? But um, I think there are still people who, you know, my clients, have, most of my clients have said, I still want to come see you, you know, like I, I, this doesn't change anything, but. For those of us who, um, you know, have done some stuff online, it's definitely something that I'm going to explore more because you can reach more people and you've connected with more people and it's a way to, you know, that it might actually work better for people, especially if, you know, most of my clients who do travel, I can do classes, you know, with them and wherever they are and they can log in. So it's it's, it's something that... Yeah. An example of that is I'm going to subscribe to your newsletter and I want to do your little 10-minute workout. Oh, and I wouldn't nice. have been able to yeah. do that before. So, you know, yeah. I think that's a great opportunity to to learn learn new more skills. and um, experience yeah, n- yeah, new skills exactly. <clears throat> yeah, it is. No, I think I think it's I think I think you guys are right. You know, it's 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 exactly that. It's looking at the positives of what we've got from this and seeing you know, seeing the positives in that and, and seeing how you can, you know, and you can just keep keep that, those positives and continue to use those, you know, to everyone's advantage and help as many people as you can so hopefully it will make people people, um appreciate what they had as well before all of this happened you know it'll make us appreciate restaurants more and cinemas more and gyms and everything else and i know garden centers 
uh, like yeah. you said, we're, we're social creatures. We want to be in our community. So yeah. um, I, t- I think most people are gagging to get back out there. Mm. Yeah, they are. And also appreciating, you know, all the essential workers, you know, everyone, oh, yeah. not everyone, but, you know, some people sometimes dismiss people. You know, my, my brother's girlfriend's a nurse and it's, you know, it's like she's 20 it's harrowing to think like here what she's going through right now so yeah it's um it's you know being really thankful and i i always think that like we should be more thankful to our emergency services and and support staff like that and they should be getting you know the support that they need anyway and now i think it's just the recognition that they deserve really yeah, yeah you're right. I gave the post office some chocolates today so that's my oh, um, nice. good 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 <laughs> deed, deed done to yeah the day. good deed good yeah. deed <laughs> really nice uh, um so now what are you Ooh. most looking forward to uh on the other side of this is there anything that you're particularly like counting down to being able to do teaching Ooh, a class that's a really surely. good question it's quite interesting because i've been i kind of feel like i've been teaching even though i ha- like so i think yeah. i think getting home for me getting home and getting into my um uh space my brother and his girlfriend are living there at the moment so that she doesn't have to live in the um, um hospital accommodation so living yeah moving back to my flat and like getting on my apparatus getting yeah. on my wonder chair nick <laughs> <laughs> getting on my wonderful wonder chair um yeah moving yeah it'll be interesting i'll be really interested to see from a selfish point of view how my body is on the apparatus after doing all of this mat work yeah and having, whether or not, oh yeah that yeah. will yeah it'll be really interesting to see how that's ch- how it's changed and if i'm in a different way, stronger or more intriguing. And then also seeing my friends, you know, going out, for having a, going to the pub and having a drink, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I really can't wait to have a three course meal somewhere. I just, yeah. just got that in my mind. I really can't <laughs> yeah. wait. Yeah. yeah. My boyfriend works in booze and so he's obviously not been doing anything. And um, so for, mm. for him, he's going to like be absolutely rammed. I'm sure when people uh, yeah. get, um, get back into, um, it, it all and but yeah definitely going to the pub going to the pub and having a drink with your friends yeah something to, something to hold drink. on to <laughs> yeah so so nat so for so for our for our listeners how how can yeah. they how can they get in touch with you how can they keep up with all the things you're doing what 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 can they do to discover a bit more about nat clough pilates yeah oh well thank you and so i am so obviously if uh, boris changes things on sunday and we can start to be free again i'm not quite sure how long my live sessions are going to be going on for only because i've got clients that i'll need to start yeah. seeing but i don't want to be changing it i think after lockdown i'm still going to be doing a class a week so um definitely watch this space but i'm i'm doing free uh 20 minutes pilates sessions every evening monday to friday um on my instagram account so uh they can find me through you guys and um and i'm yeah and doing that and then i've got a newsletter that sort of gives little exercise of the month tips it sort of tells you all about what i'm up to and then also i've got um, an online membership if people want to carry on doing the pilates sessions sort of in their own time at you know at their own pace um i've got that as well Fantastic. And that, I think uh, something for our members to look forward to as well is me and you are going to do a little collab live session uh, in, in the coming I'm future. Excited. So, yeah, we are. We should get a date actually for that. Yeah, we? definitely. Yeah. So we, we tend to put out what we're going to be doing for the week ahead on like a Sunday. So 
We'll, uh, we'll have we'll have a little plan for when we'll do that. But will that be an opportunity for yeah, our just... guys to um, experience the hundred and all of the yes. other? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, it will. Um, yeah, it will absolutely. It will give them a little sort of insight into what Pilates is, how you know how it is not just breathing and stretching, which many people yeah. um, think that it is, a misconception by many. And um, and yeah, it just just a little insight, and then to join along and see whether or not it's something that they like. You know, because then it's something that you guys can, you know, I'm sure help them out with and, and, and look at your end. Yeah, definitely. I think like 100%. one of the things that we've kind of been talking about maybe is like is potentially running online online sessions moving forward for Pilates yeah. and things like that um, that people could potentially log into remotely once this is all sort of when we're on the coming to the other side of it. So, yeah, good little taster mm. for, for potentially what's to come with the new Joneses post-COVID. Yes, mm. very excited. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. You need you need Pilates in your life, and you need. We Pilates. do, yeah. We do. You really do you know do. what? I bet I did it. I did it when I was like twenty. I did a couple of classes, and um, I probably didn't think it was manly enough or something. But uh, I remember it being really difficult. I remember it being really hard. But I'm definitely gonna experience the hundred, the rollback, the swan prep, the side bend and the shave today. I'm going to yeah. go oh, through. Boom, look yeah, at that. No, I wrote, I wrote them all down. I, did, I wrote them all down. <laughs> you got Google opens there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, know, I know that it's going to really challenge me though. I really do. Yeah. But um, that's part yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. And it's all the things that you don't want to do that you need to do. Yeah. Do you know what? Even like a plank, I find hard. Like, and yeah. I don't enjoy it. I just think it's... Um, but I know it's so good for me. So there you go. Here I'm going to hit it. it hard. Fantastic. Well, Nat, thank you so much for, for yeah, spending thanks, spending time with us today and, and edu- it, educating us in what Pilates is. And obviously oh, for yeah, all of our... <laughs> and oh, I love it. And for all of our members, we'll, um, we'll share all of Nat's um, uh, sort of Instagram um, and everything you need to be able to carry on following Nat in her, in her journey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I look forward to beasting you in that live. Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Fantastic. Love it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. Really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. From all of us. Enjoy your sunny day. Yes. And you. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Stay safe, everyone. See you soon. Bye. Bye.